and pro- This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chris Meyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour open-line talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. To express your viewpoint, please call 804-754-1988. That's 804-754-1988. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chris Meyer. America is in great danger, my friends. Much greater danger than you can possibly imagine. Today on Viewpoint, we're going to be discussing how that is, why that is, and perhaps what can be done about it. And so I welcome you to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. It's conversation, as always, with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. And what we're talking about here is not just our institutions. It goes to the very heart and soul of the country. It goes to the very heart and soul of the foundational motivations of the people in our country. If we were to take a look at our Constitution, we would find in its preamble that it is about we the people. We the people, in order to ordain and establish this Constitution, do ordain it uh, for we the people. The problem is, It is no longer seen as a constitution for we the people. It's seen as a constitution to be manipulated by those who have corrupt minds. Corrupt minds and hearts, very similar to the description that we find of such corruption in the book of Romans, chapter 1, where the Apostle Paul talks about a reprobate mind. Knowing God... They refuse to honor him as God, and therefore their foolish minds and hearts become darkened, and they become as fools. They call black white, they call white black, and uh, everything that heretofore could be trusted as truth becomes a lie. Everything that could and was perceived as a lie is now perceived as truth. Therefore, if the majority of the people who are in the ruling power of the country are embracing this counterfeit idea of truth, in other words, it's whatever they want it to be in order to achieve a particular agenda, which, by the way, is increasingly revealed to be contrary to everything that God, as the Creator, has said you then know that the entire country is at great risk. And that's what we take a look at here today on Viewpoint. Viewpoint does determine destiny. There's no question about it. And as we talk today, we, re- we come even to the greater conclusion that there are no neutral viewpoints. You may be feel entitled to your viewpoint, but every viewpoint has a consequence. And the collective viewpoints of those who have collectivized themselves against the authority of God as creator are now ruling the hen house. In other words, the foxes are now ruling the hen house in America. How safe do you think the hens are? 
How safe do you think we the people are? Our conversation today is not about inducing fear. It's about revealing the reality of what actually is taking place and why it is taking place. You see, it's one thing to describe what is taking place. That's troubling enough. It's another thing to reveal why it is taking place. And that's even more dangerous. And so when one of the premier voices of our time, commentary voices of our time, declares the FBI is beyond redemption, it's a pretty scary thing to hear. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is supposed to be the most trusted law enforcement agency in the country, is beyond redemption. Victor David Hansen says, we don't have the rule of law anymore. All of this is destroying the country. And it comes from the very people who warned us that democracy lies in darkness. And they've descended upon us. The greatest cloud of autocracy and illiberality in the history of the republic And we're going to have to do something about it, he said. (coughs) All right, so what do we do? Do we just talk? Do we think out loud? Do we go to the next election and do what we can? Is there anything else that we do? We want to talk about all of these things here today on Viewpoint. Mr. Hansen said last Friday... On Fox News, whether you're targeted or exempt depends on your ideology. In other words, your viewpoint. So law now and law enforcement has everything to do with viewpoint and has nothing to do with truth or law. So under color of law, your viewpoint is attacked. And you become a criminal by virtue of the fact that you dis agree with the current viewpoint of a political administration. Would you like to know what a definition of tyranny is? You just heard it. Tyranny, under color of law, the worst form of tyranny, when it appears to be taking place in the name of the law, is actually contravening the law and using the law as a weapon. Victor David Hansen was responding to the uh, guest host, Will Kane, who asked a question on the FBI's raid of former President Trump's uh, Florida residence at Mar-a-Lago. Hansen went on to say, I never thought I would say this. The FBI is beyond redemption. He talked about how Peter Strzok, if you're the FBI and you wanted to find out why Hillary Clinton hired a foreign national to find dirt on a political opponent, then you would hire that same foreign national, he said. And then you look at the last four directors of the FBI. We just saw Christopher Wray, and he just stonewalled every question before Congress. And then he flew on an FBI plane, our plane, a luxury jet, because he had to go to his own vacation spot. He took over, remember, from Andrew McCabe. And what did he do? 
He lied four times to federal investigators, and his wife was running for office with a Clinton-related PAC money while he was investigating Hillary Clinton's email scandal. And he took over from James Comey, who leaked confidential memos written on FBI devices to the media. And then when he was called before Congress on 245 occasions, he said he didn't know or he didn't remember. Anybody listening to this tries that with the IRS, and they're going to go to jail. So Hansen said this is very ironic, because all of this is destroying the country. And it comes from the very people who warned us that democracy dies in darkness. Are we in that darkness today? Stay tuned. This is Viewpoint. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chrismeyer. Today we're dealing with a very, very serious topic. In fact, everything that we talk about here on Viewpoint is serious, but it has various, shall we say, limits of seriousness, applications of seriousness. Some of the seriousness is related more temporally. Other is related more eternally. Today we're talking about that which is more temporal, with regard to our country. But it also has to do with the very heart and soul of we the people, which has led us to a place of unprecedented danger for the future of the land of the free that's increasingly becoming only the home of the brave. <clears throat> we were talking about a comment or commentary made by Victor David Hansen and He said, meanwhile, several organizations penned an open letter last Friday, slamming Attorney General Merrick Garland and the FBI Director Christopher Wray for politicizing both agencies. The letter was signed by individuals representing organizations, including the Conservative Partnership Institute, the Media Research Center, and the Leadership Institute. The contents of the letter called for the release of all documents related to the raid on Trump's home in Florida, as well as the confiscation of Pennsylvania Republican uh, Representative Scott uh, Perry's cell phone, stating both actions undermined the rule of law in America. Indeed, they did. They were completely unrelated to the rule of law, but they were related to tyranny. In other words, the use of the law in order to achieve unlawful purposes. In other words, acting under color of law to that which to do that which is contrary to the law. So the letter stated you must immediately share all documents related to these seizures, including the basis for each warrant, 
and communications related to the decision to proceed on each warrant. There were 11 conservatives who signed that letter. In a letter to Garland, lawyers for Project Veritas, James O'Keefe noted, quote, your Justice Department's outrageous and illegal abuses to journalists critical of the current administration who lawfully gather information to report to the public on a matter of public interest have all occurred on your watch. Your DOJ acted in confident, confident, excuse me, contravention of your sanctimonious pronouncements and in violation of the Privacy Protection Act. The DOJ conducted an investigation that involved an FBI raid on O'Keefe's home and the seizing of nearly 200,000 Project Veritas documents through secret surveillance. And the story goes on. Now you can begin to understand why Victor David Hansen is saying the FBI is beyond redemption. Now what does it mean to be beyond redemption? What is redemption? Well, the word redemption means to buy back. So, fortunately, those of us who were sinners, <coughs> which includes all of us, from God's viewpoint, were not beyond redemption. But in the fullness of time, God the Father sent forth his only begotten Son, full of grace and truth, to redeem them who were under the law, and to give us hope, the hope of salvation, if, if what? If we would humble ourselves and repent, come clean before God, embrace his authority as God, and realize that we were sinners in complete contravention of his authority as God so that the legitimacy of the rule of righteous law could be established in the earth. When Jesus came, he came to restore God's authority in the earth. And he came to do that by redemption. There was hope. That hope is the hope of the gospel, which is good news. The problem is, if you reject that hope, you don't have good news. You have bad news, and the news gets worse and worse and worse until it is completely tyrannical. What is amazing is that in the United States of America, seen by a former president, our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, is the last best hope of earth, is now becoming just like all the other tyrannical governments of Earth. Why? Because we are rejecting and have rejected for the past 50 to 60 years the authority of God and his word in our country. This has happened not exclusively within the Democrat Party, but the Democrat Party almost exclusively has indeed rebelled against the God of creation. It's, it's almost indefensible to argue otherwise. It's not a matter of believing in God. 
The Bible says even the fool believes there's no God. The issue isn't whether you believe in God. The issue is whether you believe God. In other words, whether you trust him, and that's where redemption comes in. The problem with the FBI, as Victor David Hansen sees it, and he's not even speaking as a spiritual uh, authority, is that the attitude and actions underlying the FBI are now so inconsistent with the hope of change, that they're beyond change. And the only hope, then, is to either completely break up every aspect of the FBI so that it no longer has the same level of power and control, which is virtually a monopoly, or to eradicate it altogether. The same message now is going out with regard to the IRS, the uh, Internal Revenue Service, which, by the way, at its very foundation, is an illegal institution. It operates under color of law, but is contrary to the law. And therefore, it strikes tyrannical terror into the mind and heart of the people. But what if the same institution that is using the FBI and the CIA and the Department of Homeland Security and so on, using all of these collectively to control the people to conform to a particular viewpoint, what if that institution now basically is saying, we're going to hire 80,000 new IRS agents to complete the job. In other words, to make sure that there is no resistance whatsoever. Does that not sound like tyranny? Does that not have the ring of tyranny? Indeed it does, and it should. And when you discover also that over the past 10, 15 years, the IRS has been agglomerating to itself vast uh, ammunitions, guns, ammunitions, in, in fact, so much so affecting the entire ammunition market, what does that tell you about the redemption of the IRS, of the FBI, of the CIA, and of all of these institutions. The reality is the entire country is at great risk. Great risk. And if the country is at great risk, you, my friend, are at great risk. Please, please hear very carefully what's being said. We're not calling for an uprising against the government. But interestingly enough, if you were to go back to Romans chapter 13 and read what the Apostle Paul had to say about the responsibility of Christians toward their government, he said, don't resist the government 
because God ordains the government for blessing or rewarding the righteous, those who do good, and for punishing those who do evil. (coughs) Who could disagree with that? But what if the very purpose of the government as ordained by God is completely turned on his head so that the government itself becomes the engine of evil to punish those who do good and reward those who do evil. That's where we are. And an entire party running the current government of the United States is dedicated to that idea. If they were not dedicated to that idea, things would not be happening the way they are. They are indeed dedicated to that idea. Viewpoint is determining destiny. Now, that does not mean that there are not Republicans, those uh, supposedly in the Republican Party, who are not dedicated to the same thing, such as Liz Cheney, who just lost her position in Congress by 37% last night. Now she's considering running for president. On what basis? She's bought into the godless viewpoint that is now destroying the country. And it's directly related to globalism. Globalism is the anti-gospel. If you have read my book, Antichrist, you would know that globalism is the anti-gospel. If you have not read the book, you need to get it. Antichrist, how to identify the coming imposter. $22 on our website, saveus.org. Give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries. P.O. Mark 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. By the way, a whole chapter called Globalism, the Anti-Gospel. You're going to be amazed as you read it. And what we're seeing right now in our country is precisely the rise of the anti-gospel. That's why, even though Victor David Hansen does not quite understand it from a spiritual standpoint, he says the FBI is beyond redemption. It is. It's beyond redemption in its current form. Because the people that are running it have repudiated the God of redemption. If you really understand how to think about these things, it's not that difficult to comprehend why we're in the trouble we're in. You know, it's not like that old uh, Negro spiritual of time past, nobody knows the trouble I'm in, glory, hallelujah. Oh, yes, we do know the trouble we're in, or we, we should know the trouble we're in. And it's not to sing glory, hallelujah. Now, let me just uh, (coughs) indicate to you that if you think 
that there's a reality to the spirit of Antichrist, and that indeed what we're seeing is the manifestation of that spirit of Antichrist, which is anti-Jesus, which is anti-Messiah, if indeed that spirit is prevailing now in the land of the free, increasingly becoming the home only of the brave, you have to know that the Antichrist is knocking at the door. Satan is about to make his final move. The interesting thing is that this is preceding the coming of Messiah. Now, if this is preceding the coming of Messiah, then the very identity of Messiah is going to be at risk for the majority of the people. And that's why I wrote the book, Messiah. You need to get it. We'll be right back. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, on the front page are two great videos. First, an interview and discussion of Chuck's book, Out of Egypt. Also, a great TV interview with Chuck regarding his book, Seduction of the Saints. Much more videos, a for pastors only section, and also you can view Chuck's weekly teachings. All at his website, saveus.org. That's saveus.org. Also on Chuck's website, listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast. Listen to the archives. Maybe you missed a program. Check it out at saveus.org. Also, there are some great resources, hospitality information, also information about marriage, divorce, and remarriage, newsletters, articles, prophecy, prayer and revival information, all at saveus.org. <coughs> America as we know it is in supreme danger because America is made up of we the people as our Constitution and its preamble tells us. Therefore, if America is in supreme danger, so are you. I remember back in 1992 when the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart as I was practicing law there in California, he said, son, you've been pleading the cause of men long enough. I want you to plead my cause in the land as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation in America's greatest crisis hour. Who would have ever believed at that time that it was America's greatest crisis hour? Oh, I'm telling you uh, that I spoke many times among political groups, conservative political groups, Christian groups, and so on there in Southern California, and... Indeed, on the one hand, they would admit that things weren't going well. On the other hand, they could not bring themselves to comprehend that what I was sharing with them about the dangers that lay ahead and why, they just couldn't buy into it. And they rejected it. They rejected it out of hand. it became more and more difficult to even find entrance into churches because churches themselves and their leaders, their pastors, rejected the concept out of hand. They had the idea that America was always available for redemption. 
that actually America was so wonderful and was so great that it stood above all the nations of the earth, even though God had said all the nations of the earth are as a drop in the bucket, they still claimed, no, uh, we agree with our own viewpoint concerning America and nothing here to talk about. Yeah, we're not all happy about this political uh, person or that political person or that party, but eventually it'll all come out in the wash and everything will be wonderful and everything will be cool. It's not true, friends. I have given the last 30 years of my life without pay. In fact, it has cost me dearly to bring this message to the American people and particularly the church in America. God's warmest audience. I remember early on, God spoke to my heart through the message of Ezekiel. God had spoken to Ezekiel and said, I want you to speak to my people, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, for they are most rebellious. He said, don't be afraid of their faces, neither be afraid of their looks, because they are most rebellious. He said, it's not that they are rejecting you, they're just rejecting me. That's what I've experienced for 30 years. Day after day after day, confronting the deepest issues of America's heart and home from God's eternal perspective. And now, push is coming to shove. Everything that we have talked about, everything that we have warned about, is taking place right in front of your eyeballs. And in many respects, we still don't get it. Our pastors are still not willing to see it. The rejection that is taking place even in our churches. I'm going to do it my way. The Frank Sinatra motto, motto, I'm going to do it my way. Thank you very much. And by the way, Lord, I thank you. You love me so much that it doesn't matter what I say, what I do, whether I disagree with you or not. (coughs) You're going to redeem me. You're going to bring me into your heavenly kingdom and everything is going to be so wonderful and cool because Messiah is coming. Yes, he is. In fact, the Bible says he is coming. He's coming to judge the earth in righteousness and the people with his truth. Mm. He's not coming to judge the people with their feelings. He's coming to judge the people with his truth. He came once to save us from our sin, if we would repent. The second time when he's coming, he's coming to judge the world in righteousness and the people with his truth. Is that the Messiah that you're waiting for? And if so, are you ready for that Messiah? Are you sure? Why does the Bible tell us, both in Old Testament and New Testament, that who shall be able to abide the day of his coming? And who shall be able to to stand when he appears? Why does it ask that question? Because, friends, it ain't going to be what most people think it is. And that's why they'll receive a counterfeit. They'll rationalize 
receiving a counterfeit. And they'll reject Messiah just as the Jewish people did at the crucifixion. And still do. Everybody's looking for a a Messiah. Everybody's looking for a Savior. Everybody's looking for a Redeemer. Everybody's looking for an out. And you're going to be shocked when you read the book, Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages, how from the beginning of time to now, what people are really looking for. And how they're justifying it including professing Christians. It's shocking. The whole purpose of the book Messiah is to prepare you and me for his coming. That's why the Apostle John said, whoever has that hope, the hope of the coming of Messiah in him, (coughs) will purify himself, even as Christ is pure. When was the last time you heard that preached? No, you won't hear that preached, because it isn't believed. It's believed that everything's wonderful, everything's cool. I confess Christ is my Savior at the Billy Graham rally 40 years ago. No problem here. I can live like I want, doesn't matter. I'm eternally secure, no matter what I say, no matter what I do, no matter what I think, no matter how much my beliefs contravene God's God's requirements, it doesn't matter. I'm my own man, I'm the master of my faith, the captain of my soul, and I'll do it my way. That's American Christianity. Is that going to cut it on Judgment Day? I don't think so. Are you ready? People get ready. Jesus is coming. And the powers that be, the political powers that be, are doing everything they can to frustrate, even destroy, the whole concept of Jesus as Redeemer. We're going to save ourselves. That's what it's all about. That's what Obama's all about. That's what Biden's all about. That's what Hillary Clinton was all about. We're going to save ourselves. That's what the head of the World Economic Forum is all about. That's what the Great Reset is all about. That's what the resurrecting Roman Empire is all about. We're going to save ourselves. Oh, my friends, when you read this book, Messiah, you are going to be so shocked at what people really believe. And it's all a matter of record. $22, we'll put it in your hands. It's on our website, saveus.org. Messiah unveiling the mystery of the ages. Give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries. 
P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255, writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. All right, we shift back now to terra firma and what's happening on the ground and why it's happening. A Department of Homeland Security whistleblower now has leaked a new joint intelligence bulletin on, quote, domestic violent extremists. It was sent in the wake of the Mar-a-Lago raid. Why? Because the FBI, the CIA, the uh, Department of Homeland Security, the entire Biden administration is afraid. They have gone too far. They have threatened the very people that elected them. And now they're claiming that they're the victims and you are the problem. Does that now make you more comfortable? So this article, this document, lists perceptions of government uh, overreach and election fraud as red flags. So in other words, if you don't agree with the line of the Biden administration on every point, you are an extremist and a tyrant. Here's what this says. it says. Information contained in this intelligence bulletin is for official use only. No portion of this bulletin should be released to the media, the general public, or over non-secure Internet servers. Release of this material could adversely affect or jeopardize investigative activities. In other words, our tyrannical efforts to control the people, we don't want this to get out. We have to be able to continue to do this. Don't let out to the people what we're really doing. Can you believe this? Armed and dangerous. The IRS. Who's really at threat here? We'll be right back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by His Spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, Behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Are we living in Bolshevik Russia? Are we living in Nazi Germany? 
What we're seeing taking place, friends, under color of law in this country looks awfully similar to what took place that ultimately resulted in the destruction of the legitimate government in Russia under the czars. 200 years of history destroyed by the Bolsheviks. Hitler came in under color of law. Oh, he was going to do wonderful things for the people. He even came in using the name of Jesus Christ. But nothing he was about was about Jesus Christ. It wasn't about the redemption of the German people. It wasn't about the redemption of the Russian people. Nothing but hell came forth from those movements. And here we are in America, the same thing happening again. The Biden administration has a lot of nerve proposing to double the budget of the Internal Revenue Service and add 87,000 employees. The plan is set to become law as part of the soon-to-be-enacted Inflation Reduction Act. What in the world does that have to do with inflation reduction? It's all a lie. It's all deception. Even (coughs) those agencies that are charged with determining the overall economic effect of a bill have said there will be no reduction in inflation. The whole thing is a ruse. And the FBI, the Biden administration, has converted the FBI and the Justice Department into functionaries of the Democratic Party's character assassination campaign, and they think they're going to do the same by filling a Yankee stadium full of new IRS auditors. Just think what their search-and-destroy mission is going to be and who it's directed to. Then you have somebody as foolish as Senator Ben Cardin, Democrat of Maryland, who patronizingly dismissed any concerns about taxpayer abuses by saying, well, if you're not cheating on your taxes, you have nothing to worry about. Really? Really? How many hundreds of thousands of people in America have been attacked by the IRS for no reason The whole, the whole existence of the IRS is a little illegitimate. It comes under color of law, but is totally contrary to the law. And that language of Senator Ben Cardin, you could actually say is the language of tyrants. If you're not cheating on your taxes, you have nothing to worry about. Really? Is that how Donald Trump felt about his attack on Mar-a-Lago? I don't think so. Is that how John O'Keefe and Project Veritas felt about the FBI coming in and secret through secret surveillance grabbing 200,000 documents from them? No, I don't think so. This is the outrageous weaponization of the tax collection agency that happened during President Barack Obama's administration. His politically appointee, Lois Lerner, targeted the Tea Party, you remember that, and other taxpayer groups with a conservative orientation. In other words, they're using the law contrary to the law as a weapon. 
And now, the IRS is armed with real weapons, guns, ammunition, and military equipment. Its 2,159 special agents spent $21 million on guns, ammunition, and military-style equipment between fiscal years 2006 and 2019. The agency has stockpiled 4,500 guns and 5 million rounds of ammunition. Why does a tax collection agency that is operating lawfully need guns anyway? And would you be interested to know where the funds within the IRS are going? The IRS employee union donates 99% of its money to Democrats. Does anyone believe that an agency that gives almost every dollar from its pack to one party is unbiased in our tax system? What's even worse (coughs) about all this vault of money being turned over to 150,000 IRS agents is that Democrats have voted down more money for police to stop rampant crime. They voted down more Border Patrol agents to help keep out drug runners and criminals and coyotes. So, friend, the IRS may soon be knocking on your door. Oh, they're here from the government, but they're not here to help you. They're here to drive an agenda. And so we move from there to something perhaps even more grievous. Bottom line, it's a matter of trust. When Tucker Carlson, just uh, a few days ago, lambasted the FBI and uh, Attorney General Garland over egregious corruption, He was right. He was demanding the public trust the FBI in the wake of the August 8th Mar-a-Lago, citing the agency's conduct surrounding an alleged kidnapping plot in Michigan. Carlson said, we have to have an FBI, and it has to be an FBI we can trust. So what did the FBI do? They planted evidence. They planted evidence in Michigan to try to capture men doing that which they actually set up for them to do and then charge them for doing it. So when Mr. Trump expressed concern that the ire that the uh Feds, the FBI might have been trying to plant evidence by going into Mar-a-Lago and refusing to allow his attorneys to be present. What was it that they were trying to hide? What was it that they did not want others to see? Well, fortunately, the report just came out from Eric Trump putting the FBI on notice regarding the weaponized agency's raid on President Donald Trump's home in Florida. The officers who were there were recorded, he said. 
They asked the surveillance cameras to be turned off, which staff members refused to do. Why did they not want the surveillance cameras? Because they did not want transparency. They were not there to do an honest investigation. They were there for one purpose, and that was to try to dig up something, anything, to support the January 6th committee in their final effort to destroy Donald Trump and try to bring charges against him. Which leads us to the letter of Joseph Farah. Joseph Farah, the founder of World Net Daily, he's appeared many times on this program. <coughs> he says, I fear for the life of President Donald Trump. He was impeached twice and survived the January 6th charade. Now his opponents are sure they can convince the American people that he should not be permitted to run again, despite the fact that he is more popular now than ever. And it's no wonder Joe Biden, he was an anti-Trump monolith that turned America into a surveillance state, a police state, and a gangster state. Now, Donald Trump's home has been raided in an unprecedented move by 30 FBI agents, like a nightmare come true. It was sanctioned by Attorney General Merrick Garland, the highest law enforcement officer in the land. Isn't that a joke? The stakes just went up, says Joseph Farah. Mr. Trump's been investigated more than any president without cause. There's nothing left that will not do him nothing. He's enemy number one. America loved this man, and this man loved America, and that's why he scares the ruling class so much. Why, though, is Trump considered so dangerous to his enemies? It's because of what he did for America. Is it because of that? Or is it because of what he will do in the future? I say it's because of both. Is it because he disagrees with their priorities? Has there ever been a candidate that sends shivers down the spine of Democrats that makes them susceptible to Trump derangement syndrome? How does this end? <coughs> this is a question. How does this end? It's downright scary for the future of America, says Joseph Farah. Trump will not give up. But neither will the other side until they're defeated. So we're heading to a showdown. The question, who is legitimate? It's a question that has to be answered. It can't be avoided. No compromise is possible. No compromise is possible with truth. So Joseph Farah says, America has never seen a more dangerous time, and neither has Donald Trump. Did you know now that there are those within the media who are actually suggesting his assassination? Did you know that? That's how desperate these people are. They don't care about law, and they don't care about order. What they do care about is power. 
Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. The power to tax is the power to destroy. All of these things we know from our hearts. We know from history. And those who forget about history are doomed to repeat it. Our whole country is at stake. But the reality is it's more than just the country. (coughs) When we formed Save America Ministries in 1993, as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation for the purpose of rebuilding the foundations of faith and freedom, people would say, well, what, what is Save America Ministries? What do you mean, Save America? Well, here's my answer. America is not primarily a political institution. It's not that it's a legal entity. It is we, the people. From the very get-go of this country, back in 1607, and then moving forward to 1620, 1630, with the Puritans and the uh, Pilgrims and so on, it's always been about we, the people. When you read our founders, it's always about we, the people. It's always about the people being a virtuous people, and that without being a virtuous people, there is no hope for the ultimate vision of the country to be carried out. Does that tell you where we are? Pray, my dear friends. Pray for Donald Trump. Pray for those who are in the current administration that they will repent. It's not about elections per se. It's about the heart. And then also, repent yourself. Live a pure and holy and righteous life that itself is not corrupted. Are you ready for Messiah? Are you sure? Get a copy of the book, $22 on our website, saveus.org. Become a partner. Send your gifts by by faith, friends, to Save America Ministries. Do it today. This is the moment of truth. We're the Valley Decision. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.